Welcome to part two of the Florida Culture Podcast, the soccer podcast for us, by us. I am all tapped out of uh, Red Stripe. Coach is drinking some of it. TK's on his way to the store to go get more Red Stripe. You know why? <laughs> because Red Stripe is so delicious. <laughs> 12 fluid ounces. Uh, 12 of those, though. So, <laughs> I only like 12 of the 12 fluid ounces. So while... Uh, TK is going out to get the red stripe. We got an episode uh, interview with with uh, Kevin Larry's assistant coach with the Jackson State women's team. Uh, chopped up with him. Coach met him up with uh, in Baltimore at the coaches convention. Real chill dude. You know he's he's got his own own soccer journey, and we talk about that and then some. So enjoy this uh, this interview with him. We'll catch you on the flip side with two up, two down, and uh, yeah. You got anything up, Coach? Are you, are you thirsty? I, I think y'all are actually going to enjoy this because Kevin's cool. He's laid back, like Greg said. But he sounds like Killer Mike. At the same time, yeah, he's killing like Stoppelgager, <laughs> but a smaller version. But yeah, thanks to Kevin to, to, for coming on. And um, yeah, we'll be back in um, the finish up in a bit. Enjoy the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, it is another episode of For the Culture. I just had a brain fart. Damn, we going to see this? Is what happens when you have let light skin dude take over? See, I try to give y'all some props, and then look, look what you do. Man. I know, my bad, my bad. Anyway, we got our boy Kevin Larry from Jackson State. What's going on, Kev? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Appreciate it, man. We we appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, just to let y'all know, I met Coach Kev at the uh, United Soccer Coaches Convention up in Baltimore this past weekend. We were politicking at the uh, Black uh, Soccer Coaches uh, uh, Social while we were up there and uh, got to rapping with him a little bit. I was like, yo, we got to get a man out here and also to recognize the work he's been doing over the years. And also, we got to support HBCUs mm-hmm. within the, the soccer community. The HBCUs got, got soccer and the SEC doesn't. Just, just – Keep that in mind. Hey, hey. Well, that tells you what their value is. So, so Coach Kev, I got to ask, man. Yeah. When, did you, uh, when did you fall in love with the game of soccer, man? I fell in love with it about maybe during the 1990 World Cup. That's when I was about 13. Okay. 13, yeah. I, um, I played before then, but. When I first, when I saw the game between Cameroon and Argentina in the inaugural game, mm-hmm. uh, 11 dudes from Cameroon that looked like me, I was hooked. Mm. Mm. Representation, man. Yeah. The representation matters, for real. Yeah. There it is again. So, was it, so what age was it when you started playing yourself? <laughs> Excuse me? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. What age did you start playing the game of soccer? 10. I was 10. I wouldn't say playing. I was on the team. <laughs> <laughs> so was you on the right side of the bench or were you on the left side? Were you on the right flank or left flank? Well, well, the reality is, man, going to the Mississippi, I was pretty bad. was pretty bad then. Oh, so you're so from Mississippi. I, I'm from Mississippi. So I was the black kid and I, I, I was somewhat athletic. So he was just kicking the hell out of the ball and chasing. I was able to do that. So I got to play. But I don't know how good I was. <laughs> so you were part of that generation of kick it, kick it, boot, boot it. <laughs> I, I'm just per- 
personally, I'm just shocked that Mississippi even allowed soccer back. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, props to you for that. Yeah, you were trailblazing, incredibly, yeah, incredibly huge strides. Yeah. That's definitely the name of the episode. <laughs> well, well, you, you know, um, what, was, what was the number six for the national team? John, uh, a couple years ago when Clemson was there, the black dude, uh, Jermaine Jones. Jermaine Jones. He, he's from Greenville, Mississippi, but so yeah, just so you know. He's from the yeah, Oh, he's from the SIP? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's from the SIP. I don't think the, I know yeah. that. All yeah. right, all right. Sure is. Something in the world. So you inspire him. Is that what you're saying? Uh, a little bit. Just oh. a little bit. Okay. He's a okay. trailblazer. He said it. He is a trailblazer. Okay. <laughs> so you, so you started at age of 10. You fell in love in the 90 World Cup. Um, so did you play like in high school or at any other levels after that? So I had a, I have an older cousin who was like the first person I looked looked up to as a soccer player. So relatively speaking, for this area, he was a a, a great player. So I wanted to be like him, mm-hmm. and uh, he convinced my grandmother, who raised me, for me to try for the team. I made the team. I don't know how, and I've been playing ever since. And I did play clubs, the club soccer. My first year, first year ever playing was on the club team. And the next year, I didn't make it, and I cried like a baby. I had to play work soccer for a year. It was embarrassing more than anything because my other friends, some of the friends I had made, made the select team. And during that year of rec soccer, I vowed that I, if I ever had to play rec soccer again, I would never play. So from the next year on to uh, I graduated high school. When I did play soccer, it was on the club level. So, okay, mm. okay. Set a new standard for yourself, says. So, where did you play in the field, though? <laughs> what was the position you played back then? So I started out right back. Guess you can't mess up too much there, can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, as I got older, I played. I played in the mid. I started, you know, being a student of the game, and I started watching players like Carlos Valderrama. I wanted to be like him. Columbia you hair out like him. No, I ain't gonna hair like my grandma. Was, my grandma wasn't going for that. But uh, Carlos Valderrama, I want to be like George. We players that look like I said, players that look like George Weah from Liberia. So I played center mid in high school, and I also played up top. So pretty much everywhere on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I was a, I was a utility player. Okay. And then, so when you after you uh, after high school, did you go? Was you what was your soccer journey after high school? So uh, after, during high school, like everyone in this area, I got offered a scholarship to a small a junior college in Mississippi called Hines College, and I I thought I knew everything, and I did take it. I also got offered a scholarship to a small school in Alabama as well, but. I didn't take either one of them, and I moved to L.A. The hell? L.A. I moved to Los Angeles. My mom lived in L.A. Like I said, my grandmother raised me, but my, my mom was living in L.A. So I moved to L.A., and I tried out for El, the school, El Camino College. Uh, Suge Knight is an alum of El Camino College. And I made the first cut. And I realized very quickly that soccer in Mississippi is a little soccer than a little different than soccer in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> I so don't want to jump to any assumption, but please explain how it's a little different. I mean, in, Miss- in Mississippi, I was the man. 
I was, <laughs> in LA, I wasn't that, I, I was not that dude. <laughs> so I, you know, I, um, you know, the, the level of play with a lot of, you know, the Latina culture and it's people having planned because the reality is in Mississippi, you know, even though this was the nineties, I wasn't getting the training that I should have been getting or now that I understand the game. Yeah, I wasn't getting any, uh, I wasn't getting decent training. So a lot of stuff that I learned was merely on my own, just, you know, having the desire to get better and just trained by myself. I didn't have YouTube then to go and learn drills and I didn't have friends in my neighborhood to play. So I was making it up as I go. And with that, I fell short. So, but I moved to LA and tried, I made the first cut, but I had a, uh, I had some, uh, I did some, some self inventory one night before I went to the next trial. Like, hey man, you ain't, you ain't got what it takes. Yeah, so you know, and then I, I I had just moved to L.A. and you know, I, you, you can only imagine go, coming from Mississippi, where all the girls are just black and white, and then moving to L.A. So I took the took a back seat for you know, the reality. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you see a black, brown, white, yellow. It's like, oh, snap. mocha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, but no, so, like, of course, like, once you got, got out of college, like, what kind of kept you in, into the game? Um, so I didn't graduate college until I, I was a little, a lot older. But I, I mean, I, I always enjoyed watching the game, and then I would play pickup. I would play pickup from time to time in LA uh, when I moved to moved to Phoenix, and so I always watched the game. I had no idea at that time that I wanted to coach, but I, you know, I still stayed close to the game as a, you know, as a fan. So what? So what got you? What got the kind? What got the bug in you as far as like going into coaching? Well, that was that was years later. So I, I lived in L.A. and after I left L.A., I moved to Phoenix. And the older cousin I was telling you about uh, that I grew up with in Mississippi that I looked up to uh, in Arizona. He had a son, and I would go to their games when I was, you know, when I was in the area. And the coaches were just parents, dads who was just. You know, you know, rec- you know how the recreational program go. They're just out there facilitating, and I actually knew something. I would help out, and they were like, "Hey, man, you actually know what you're doing. Come out and help out more." And you know, it, it started to um, light the fire under me then. So that was probably 2002, 2003. But I still didn't know I was going to make a career of it by the end. But that 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 gave me the inclination that I did have what it take to be a coach. Gotcha. Do you have a hallelujah or like a, maybe not a hallelujah, but a light, more of a light bulb moment for as far as uh, coaching when you felt maybe enlightened or maybe empowered, maybe is like, better, oh, a better word. Yeah. You know, you're like, man, I think I want to give this a shot. You know, like, was there a certain kid that maybe you saw the light, you know, the light bulb turn on with him or, or her or anything like that? My, my cousin's son. Who I call my nephew, because me and his dad are like more like brothers and first cousins. He he really had what it take. He, he had what it take to be a a good soccer player in my mind. But 
he was too cool for school, man. It, it, it wasn't a cool thing to do to play soccer. I think he was doing it to appease his dad. But at the end of the day, I really – now that he's 24 years old, when we talk about it, like, man, I wish I would have continued to play. Because he, he did have some upside as a kid. You know, he was a lot – you know, if you just sat back and observed some of the things he was doing, uh, it just looked like it came naturally. Mm-hmm. So – and just working with him and being out there, just enjoying it, you know, because soccer is my first love. So just being out there with him, it was that that may have been a a aha moment, you know. Nice, nice. Have you noticed with that? Like to piggyback on that, have you noticed um, working with youth um, a lack of maturity as far as developing? Like uh, maybe not too uh, a bunch of too cool for school kind of kids, but so, uh, you know, not having that matureness to dedicate, devote themselves to the game to take the next step? Well, yeah, I, I do notice, but I think that generational thing, I don't know if it's because kids have so many distractions nowadays, it's hard to, you know, concentrate their energy on, on one thing because they have TikTok and all these different uh, distractions and, you know, for them to, Focus for a certain amount of time on one thing is it could be it could be challenging. So in in American culture too, you know, a lot of a, a lot of kids that have talent, they don't even play because they want to. They play so their parents have them talk about it at work. <laughs> Preach, call it, yeah. Preach. So I mean, it, it, it's it's no one right answer to that question. So. Okay, Excellent. so I'm I'm gonna dive deep. Here we go, HBCUs. All right, you working at Jackson State right now? You were previously at, you were previously at uh, Alcorn State, right? What Alcorn State? Hello? I ain't never heard of Alcorn. I heard of Alcorn. Oh, 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 I ain't never heard of Alcorn. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, you said it wrong. It's the first time I heard both you, of those words. Even, 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 listen, even, even though, even though they're the enemy, I gotta, you know, we gotta give respect where respect due, man. You don't, you don't, you don't go to, you don't go to Walmart. You go to Walmart. Uh, it's not. I know y'all say Wally World in Mississippi. Right? Uh, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. I stand right, corrected. My bad. So I did. I did volunteer at at Alcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so was that your first college gig, or yes, it was. So and it was. It, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. I, yeah. To, go ahead. Explain that process for you. So that is when I um, came to the conclusion that I was going to do this for uh, <laughs> for a living. I give you a little backstory. So I was uh, working with a company. I was doing video integration, installing like telemetry in hospitals, and I was uh, up in the Poconos working. You know, snowing. I be there. My uh, the guy I was working with pulling the cable through the hospital was a was a was a yeah it was an asshole. I'm gonna say it. He was like, Damn, say it with your chest. <laughs> yeah, so you know, my my uncle was on his deathbed, and I just had a lot of stuff going on. So mm-hmm. we get to the job site, and I say, and he explains how we're gonna you know do the job, and I'm like, hey, if you do it that way, instead of leaving Wednesday, we're gonna be here a whole week. No, 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 no. You know, typical know-it-all. So Wednesday comes around, we still only halfway done. So we get into a, a little verbal spat. 
So instead of him saying, man, you go to hell, and I say, you go to hell, he called the office on me. You know how they do. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they suspended me. They suspended me. So on my way home, Was flying home, I think. Yes. Oh. Yes. So I go, I go get something to eat, and while I go get something to eat, I leave the hotel. He calls off. Oh, you over there, man. Oh, yeah. he tattletelling. He tattletelling. He just no he, love for them. <laughs> and man, man, it's Takashi six nine. So anyway, I'm heated, man. I, I, I can't, I can't go into detail what happened once I got back to the hotel. But they still <laughs> got warrants. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, so anyway, they sent me home. <laughs> on, on the way home, man, I just vowed that I was not going back. I was going to do something I love. And I, you know, I said, I'm going I'm to I'm get into coaching, man. So um, I just packed up. I explained to the missus, hey, look, I'm going to go volunteer at Alcorn. I, just, I didn't have any uh, connects. I just got in my car. I'm from the area, so I drove to. Mississippi went into the coach's office. She wasn't a soccer person. She was just, you know, facilitating the job. She was a track coach. Mm. So she, initially she was, she welcomed me because like, Hey, somebody actually knows about soccer help. But that turned uh, sour quickly when I, when she realized that the players took to me and her, she felt her job was threatened. So she ran me off after a year, which was fine because, you know, even though I didn't learn any soccer from her. I learned a lot of what not to do once I did get a coach job. So right. it was it was a positive in the experience. So, you know. But yeah, that was my first coaching job. Mm-hmm. So as you you know, I guess especially after being at this convention uh in Baltimore, the soccer coaching convention, and now you do you know, you participate in with like I guess uh looking for talent, recruiting and stuff like that. How is it navigating that? That landscape, especially where you're looking to get women at an HBCU to play, how's that for you? How, what, what's that that feel like for you? So, uh, to be honest with you, man, being that I'm looking for young women to play at a HBCU, a historically black college, a bulk of the players that I look at are black. So I, I looked at, I mean, not all, don't get me wrong, but a girl from Scandinavia comes across my desk and she can play and she wants to play at Jack State. I wouldn't turn her away, right. but I do take in consideration that it is an HBCU and the team should be reflective of that. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I try to make sure that, you know, I, I get players that, I don't know if you know. Well, you, Tony, you might know him because you're you're a goalkeeper, correct? Yes, sir. Oh, so so you uh, may know Ernie Yarborough. He was a coach. He was a coach at uh, Indiana for all those years, and they won mm-hmm. no championship. Mm-hmm. But one, he gave me some great advice when I first got into business. I volunteered at UNC as well, so I was at a camp, and I asked him for some some advice. And he said, "Man, make sure when you're recruiting, you get players that want to be there." You have to go and chase players to come to school. You're going to have to chase them once they get to the school to go to class and come to practice. So I definitely try to get players that want to be a part of the program. So, 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 so tell me this. Um, like, as part of that recruiting process, um, just like how you said, like, you, you're trying to find people who want to be there. Like, 
what are you like? What do you typically look for as far as you know trying to find a player who one who's thinking about trying to play beyond high school and then two wants to come to Jackson State because I'm pretty sure like are are you recruiting well beyond Mississippi like like how's that work? Man, I'm from Mississippi, so I, I'm gonna have to keep some of my remarks to myself as far as recruiting in Mississippi. <laughs> but there are junior college players, you know, in the area, and you try to, t- and you tend to, t- I've learned that you do want to have at least one or two players on the roster from the respective state, you know, it, it, you know, that looks good. And plus, usually you have uh, kids whose parents are alone. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, giving back to those, you know, players who want to come to the university. If they can play, though. Right. You know, you you, you know, it just ain't, it ain't letting you come here just because Say well. your mom went here in 78, mm-hmm. you know. So, but, you you know, you try to, I tend to definitely, I do look beyond Mississippi. You know, uh, Atlanta's a hotbed. You know, the Caribbean is always a good spot to look. Um Texas, California, and again, we're not we're not uh, against bringing anybody from Mississippi if they can play. But this is this it's not our it's not the first place we look. I if I if, if I have to say so. Okay, so Kevin, I got another question. Oh, got, um, all right. So let's say you you know you come into Atlanta, right? Okay, but you're not on a recruiting trip. You I'm here busy. for vacation. You here to have fun. You like yo uh-huh. go to Coach Tony's house. About to kick it. Come to the frat house, and then we gonna hit the scene. But oh, okay. I want to know who is in your entourage when you hit the scene in Atlanta. And I mean, like you get, let's say, your five aside. So like these are the people that they can be celebrity, they can be professional athletes, they can be political people, whatever. They can even be dead. It can be someone not alive anymore. But who's rolling with you in your entourage when you hit the scene in Atlanta when you're going to hit up JR Crickets? And then whatever, uh, you know, after. <laughs> ensues. <laughs> whatever happens after, you know. Uh, uh, young Dro. Oh, okay. Uh, who else? Uh, comedian JJ. He okay. from the SIP. Okay, yeah. How old is he? Uh, not that JJ. Not the kid, not oh. JJ Jeremiah Williams. Oh. <laughs> not, no, not that one. He had the one I'm talking about. No, JJ. No, heck no. He might be cool, but no. Uh, I'm talking about the one that went to Alcorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one with the Alcorn, that one. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so young bro, comedian, comedian JJ. We, we'll even call Killer Mike so he can, uh, he can you know. I mean, you uh, do look a little like Killer Mike, like a smaller uh, version of Killer Mike. It sounds like him. So, you know, that's your doppelganger right there. Okay, okay. Uh, who else? Who else? I'm gonna have my entourage. That's three, right? I got three. three. Yeah, you got two. Yeah, you got three. Um, T, so you cool, folks? You can go. Oh, I can roll with that. You can roll because you need someone who knows the lay of the land, right? Yeah, and then we're gonna have to go with uh. Uh, you gotta go with the Fifth Amendment. Who? One, two, three, four, fifth. Never mind. But uh, that'd be the <laughs> Man, I'm just being silly, man. <laughs> the, the 
this episode got explicit. Y'all gonna give me a trouble, man. There, go, there, go, there goes our Disney sponsorship right there. <laughs> Wait, did he ruin that just now? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, okay. All right, so another question for you. I'm listening. All right, so when you was playing, even when you was, you know, even when you was out in L.A., you got to the next level or whatever, you was like, yo, uh, this is a whole different thing. But even when you was down, when you were in high school or whatever, what was something that was like, did you have any pregame rituals? Like, did you have your pregame poop? Did you uh, do, you know. Did you spaghetti? Did you cut your you know, fingernails, toenails? Did you, what did you do? I, like, I used to have a teammate that used to eat pineapples before every game. Nah, I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't have any pre-game rituals, man. Uh, if, if I did do anything, I might have listened to some music. I didn't look, you know, Dice Effects or, or or whatever, Ice Cube. Yeah, but no, I didn't have anything in particular I did. Not that I recall. All right, so here's a real test. What's your favorite Ice Cube album? The Death Certificate. Thank you. That's right. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a second greatest hip-hop album of all time, Thank man, behind you. the diary. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know about diary, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, diary, the, diary, the, the diary is not my favorite album of all time, but it is the greatest hip-hop album. It's a movie. It's a whole movie, man. As soon as you said Cube, I was like, the thought came to my head, the lyric was like, wake up morning, do for the grass, <laughs> up early in the morning, taking up the trash. <laughs> That's the lyric that goes in your mind. I don't know. I jammed that album or that it was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> no, I agree. That's typically yo. That's that's my favorite album of all time, man. Um, yeah, it's a great album. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, all right, and so now, who is your favorite player that's currently playing? Anywhere? My favorite player that's currently playing anywhere in the world. Yeah. Right now, I probably have to go with Barati for PSG. Oh, yeah. I forgot you did say you're a PSG fan. Mm-hmm. I like that. Bro. A little bit of flavor. French League. I mean, there's no other team in that league. But yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Watch your tone and keep your hands on your knees. <laughs> I'm a Chelsea fan, so like we do the whole thing in the, in the Champions League like, every other year. You'll, you'll see me. You'll see me. Uh, PSG, they, what they do in the Champions League? Who knows? We're going to win it this year. I don't, I don't follow the PSG. Mm. We're going gonna to win Champions League this you year. Put, you want to put a case of red stripe on it? Who's your opponent for I don't, I don't drink. I don't drink beer, but we can put a, a case of Ruby. We can put a case of IBC Ruby on. <laughs> I'll take that. Hi. I'll take that. Bet. You know, we'll, we'll accommodate to your IBC root beer, but I cannot okay. tell you how refreshing a red stripe is to me, man. Absolutely. You know what? So, I, if we went to bed, I, I cannot wait to just drink a whole bottle of Red Look, man, the restaurant. I'm I'm 43. I've never drunk a whole beer in my life, man. What? Well, let me tell you. Life. Red Stripe only has 12 fluid ounces. Mm. That is delicious. It's remarkable. <laughs> and it's from Jamaica, man. It's from Jamaica, man. Yeah, straight from but, the um, islands. I'm thinking about PSG and I'm like, see, because every time they, they try to, they, they, they make their runs in the Champions League and I'm just like, I don't know what's going to get them over the hump. What year did they make a run in the Champions League? Tell uh, me. They made up. semis, what, 2015, I believe? 15. Yeah. 2015. What other year did they make a run? 
Every other we lost the we we lost we lost to Barcelona in that debacle where we were up like yeah. four goals. Yeah, y'all yeah. Show yeah. Like that, 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 that was, that was, two that was, years that was one of the greatest losses that ever. Was yes. As I say, that's what y'all know, boy. Yeah, I don't I, the loss. greatest loss. Come on, uh, Mr. Mr. John Terry snipping on the PK. Ooh. What are you talking about? The greatest loss. Fire. That was just tragic. Fire. <laughs> That's just tragic. But, but, but let, let me ask you this though. Who's that against? Manchester United. Who's that against? Say again. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So since you, since we're on PSG real quick, like what is what is your take on just I guess the I guess the, the shift in power from from Neymar to Mbappe. Like, how do you see that ultimately full, uh, unfolding and going forward? Because not, not, not only are you trying to try to figure out what's going on with Neymar, you're still trying to basically keep Mbappe. So, how does how does that all work out? Well, I'm, I'm not the biggest Neymar fan. I, I, I don't like the fact that can I, can I get political? Go ahead, go ahead. Speak your piece, man. I don't like the fact that Neymar don't like them to acknowledge he's black. I don't like that. But that, that's just me. But I, uh, to lose Mbappe as a, he's only like 20 years, 21 years old, man, I would much rather have him for the next five, six years, seven years and build around him than Neymar. Neymar is a Justin Bieber uh, of world soccer. <laughs> He's annoying. He's never had anybody hold him accountable. Yeah. He just, he, he, he's just, he, I, I, don't get me wrong. He's on my team. I don't hate him, but you know, it's other people that I, I like, I like a little more. That's all. When he scores, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering. Well, you know, it's almost that time of the year, man. You know, it's time for him to get injured and spend time with his sister, man. Yeah, when's his sister's birthday? Ain't no, it's, 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 there you birthday. go. When, we got to When's his sister's birthday? I think it's March. Is it? Yeah, it's almost that time, man. Yeah, he gonna, he's gonna he's gonna have like a hangnail and he's gonna be out for like Three six months. weeks, you know. <laughs> so do you like Cavani? Of course, of course. He don't he don't he don't know where Africa he don't know where uh, where any of the African countries are. <laughs> but you know, I ain't got a Cavani. He strikes me as a guy. Cavani's good from school. Well, none of them did, man. What are you talking about? Ain't no single them out. You think Neymar did? I mean, well, no. I mean, we knew he was a wonder kid from the get go. But you know, like a lot of the guys will like to pursue their education, like with. Well, dude, no you, talk, you, you talk about third, guys. You talk about guys from third world countries, and the only way they're going to get out of those countries is through football. It's either football or go working on a mine. Of course, he didn't graduate school. He spent all his time on the soccer field. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's the culture problem we have here in America that we were uh, we were actually discussing on the last episode. Um, the but lack it, of the the drive, because you know that's as you said, that's pretty much their only route out of the country or to success. But if you are a woman that plays here in the United States, you should take your talents to Jackson State, right? Bam. No, there's no secret. Come to Death Row. <laughs> you, don't want, you ain't trying to have a coach all in the video. <laughs> <laughs> doing all that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Jackson State Jackson State is a incredibly uh university. We have forty four undergraduate degrees, fifty graduate degrees, the only and first HBCU to partner with NASA. The gr- one of the greatest running backs of all time went to Jackson State. 
Walter Payton uh, is, is located in Metropolitan Jackson, which is wait, there's a metro, which is a great yeah, there's a metro. Yes. <laughs> I, I, was I mean, told, Jack, I was told that Jackson is the city. Jackson, Jackson, is, Jackson is, is Jackson, a metropolis. Jackson State is a is a great university, and I would encourage anyone who's interested in playing college at a D one level mm. with the best university in the Southwestern Athletic Conference mm. to contact me. Mm. I said it. And not, to mention, and not to mention the home of the Jackson State Marching Band. I was about to bring it up. I was about to bring the Sonic Boom. I was about to bring it up. I mean, I might. Can you get them? I might the talk game? shit about you and all that stuff, or whatever. But I mean, y'all's band is pretty snapping. Oh yeah, I, 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 well, there you I, go. I didn't, I didn't even know until like, like basically like last year, and I was like, oh yeah, they're bad. Because like they all, all, all my school was like on, on the East Coast. No games, I was like, ooh, nah, they don't play no games. Ooh, yeah. Listen to me. I ain't coming, but the band is gonna be there this weekend. Oh yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You can mark my word. Remember this. Put a date on it. We will. We Jackson State will produce the first player to get drafted in the W. I mean, the women's league. We will have a player go to a professional from Jackson State. Okay, I guarantee you. All right, we mark it. She's on. She's on. She's on the team. She's on the team now. Okay. Okay. Love it. We marking right. it. Love it. Marking it. January twenty first, two thousand twenty. We got it. Smart. And he put a case of IBC root beer on that. That's what. Yeah. That's his word. Yeah, man. That's how it really is. We, we, we want a red strip, man. Though, just, so, just so we're being clear. Right. A refreshing red strip. <laughs> just shameless. It's shameless. Most definitely. Most yeah, definitely. We're sponsored by Red Stripe. I don't know if we told you that already. <laughs> yeah, you did. You told me. Who are you sponsored by again? R- Red Stripe. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It's refreshing, man. <laughs> so, definitely. The only, the only last question I want to ask before we wrap up is that. Oh, man, we're wrapping up on the show. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, go, you gotta go walk that stinking dog, bro. Hey, 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 TC, I will say this, man. All jokes aside, man. Um, you, you, you went to Howard, correct? Yes, sir. Howard is the reason that I wanted to play to, uh, college soccer, man. Just watching, I still remember the '88. Uh, even though I read about it in Soccer America, I remember that game yeah. that they lost to was yeah. that Indiana one yeah. zero, and that was a shot and goal. Yeah, I, so how? I mean, you went to a, a great university, and and those brothers were the reason that I tried to get better and, and pursue a, a career in college soccer. I wanted to go to Howard. I think every black kid back in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah, uh, wanted to. So big up to you for uh, you know. Being able to appreciate and, to pull and, that off, and bro. Also, the fact that like I commented before with them in another interview as well, but you know when we got to see Shaka Islam introduce nigga Phillips, you know, for the Lifetime Achievement Award, and just like that room, you know, everybody was there for Lincoln, Jill Ellis as well. But like there was just like a special type of vibe there, like the special. You see the you know our people come out, the culture come out, yeah, to support Lincoln like that. You know, that, that was a dope feeling because I, I don't think, I mean, I haven't been to other awards ceremonies or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't as colorful as it was that evening. When we went to go I, I, 
I totally agree. And I, and I got a chance to engage with Shaka for the first time ever in person. He, he was, uh, he, he was very uh, warm and receptive. And I didn't realize he was that big. Man. That's right. That's tall and he's massive. Dude, that's he what I'm saying. Dude is tall, man. That's me like, uh, yeah, that's why he played goal. Yeah. And now I'm like, then my goalkeeper high envy started coming. I was like, hey, I only had two more inches, man. Wait, <laughs> no, but like, it, it was beautiful to have you there. You know, you sat next to me in there and everything like that, and see, you know, all Lincoln's family there taking two rows and Shaka there to introduce. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I teared up, you know, watching that moment. That's definitely most definitely one of the top highlights of the 2020 for me. You know, most definitely, man. And it's just January. That's awesome. But that's real. That's, that's awesome. real. So, I, um. I- Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, my guest. You the guest. Go ahead. No, no, I was saying, man, it was it, it was a, it was a lot of history in that room. You know, like I said, Lincoln, and also, you know, I worked for Aston as well as a volunteer. And just it was some it was some incredible people. John Daly was in the room yep. for William and Mary. Yep, man, I was I was in awe, man. Even though I see Aston all the time, it's always like I met it for the first time. Man. Did, you, did you just drop names on us, man? Can you please pick that up? I think. You, you, you dropped something, bro. A little heavy down there, bro. Yeah. Some, some I heavy dropped something. Dropping. Yeah, you've been dropping. <laughs> 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 cloud, cloud chasing. <laughs> I'm going to pick those up, bro. Pick those up. <laughs> you left that. Oh, um, so, what I want to make sure you get your your name out. Um, again, if you want to do a little ad for your little... Uh, for Why I got me little, man? People put little in front of when they're trying to downplay. Like, oh, <laughs> you got your little, you got your little car, huh? your little, your, your little soccer yeah. team. Hey, stop talking to me like I'm my mom. I see you calling it with your little podcast. <laughs> 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 You don't talk to me. Don't hate on me. Don't hate on me. Nah, I'm the real one. Shout out to him. I got, I got a trivia question for you. If you see, see if you're a true, a true goalkeeper. Who was the last? Who was the last goalkeeper to win the Herman Mack? To win the what? Herman Mack. The last goalkeeper. Zach. Oh. Is it the kid from uh, UCLA? Uh, Edwards. You just look it up. No, 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 no. Uh, Earl Edwards. And, Oh, my bad. It was Brad Friedel. It was Friedel? Yeah, back when he, yeah. he was at UCLA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You got me on that. I felt that was one of those things I used to know. But, you know, see, what happened was I'm on my fourth concussion, right? And see, my memory is kind of like, you know, it's fading. I only have certain amounts of space. I got it's you. like a hard drive. Exactly. Exactly. And right now, I'm struggling with the memories of my daughter. And that's all. everything and, else and is red exits. And, and red stripe beer. Because you know why? Red stripe is delicious. Delicious. <laughs> it is. 12 fluid ounces of deliciousness. Straight from Jamaica. You get 12 of the 12 fluid ounces. <laughs> All twelve, <laughs> but but no, Kevin. Uh, yeah, if you got any shout outs, uh, yeah, uh, let us know. What I'm, who you want to shout out, man? Oh man, uh, the Jackson State Lady Tigers women's soccer program. Uh, they, are they, they on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they are on Instagram. And tw- uh, so can, I don't know. They're definitely on Twitter. Okay. Yes. Yes. He's like, yeah, we must uh, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, who else? Uh, you know, just, you know just the you official handle for, by yeah. chance, my friend. 
Jackson State ladies. I, I gotta do all the work. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. It's Jackson, Jackson, Jackson State women's soccer. Okay, women's. Okay, okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. Hold on, I got Jackson State. No, man. we got it. We got we got Twitter. We got Google. We we good. FTC. UTD. Uh-huh. Um. So we got you got Twitter. You got IG. Anything else? YouTube channels. Y'all got like a highlight reel or anything on there? Uh, not the. Mm, I don't think so. You know, I'm I'm not. A, I'm, not I'm new. A, I'm, I'm new around here. Just no, got here. no. We do have we do have we do have media outlets, but I just I'm not in control. Like, hey, I'm pretty about, sure. I'm worried about the product yeah. feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. That's right. But yeah, there's a Jackson State women tiger uh, coach coach Flagati's a head coach who gave me an opportunity to to be a part of the you know the program. We have a great AD who's doing big things at Jackson State and helping turn the um, the, uh, the program around and building a culture around the women's soccer program. Um, so, but yeah, man, uh, it, the Jackson State family is amazing. It's, it's been amazing so far, man. I wouldn't, I can't imagine anywhere else. Uh, I want to be right now to you know cut my teeth and learn the you know the the uh, administrative side of the game. This is this is great. This is a great experience. So real real talk, y'all winning the swag next year? No doubt. In what formation? I said I said that. Ooh. I said that. But what formation? Ooh. In the same. I said that. Howard too. Hey, bro. All right, well, you'll see. Come on, Kev. Come on, Kev. Give us some real insight. What formation are we going to see? We're going to run a one one one. <laughs> We're winning the swag. We're going to revisit this conversation, too. I ain't going to let you forget it. I said that. January 21st, 2020. Kev coming with the hotness. All right. We got it. We got it marked. Marked. TK's got it marked, stamped. Everything you said it exactly Proof. six minutes ago. Exactly, man. If we don't win it, if we don't win it, I donate my whole check for the month of November to your, to, uh, your charity. You don't get paid in November, bro. Or to our I sure <laughs> That's a lie. We see what you just Drake. Drake. Much love to yeah. you. You so much support to the Jackson guys. State. You know, we're going to try to see if we can come to a game. Um, we like to do road, uh, away games and everything. We'll show you some love. Um, that should be dope. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Y'all going to buy me back, man, or did I no, no, we're gonna invite you back for sure, man. We might even, well, that's what we're talking about. We might even, uh, come, come see you, you know, let us know the schedule when it drops and we might try and figure out an away day we could do out there. I've never done Jackson. I've done other parts of Mississippi. All I know is I'm not driving during night. I've that's only did Mississippi what, what I've drove through, which is like usually the very last bit of Florida. Yeah. Hey, all right. So. Are y'all still three fifths of man out there, or is it? Ooh. Like, I mean, y'all. <laughs> I didn't hear you. What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? Right? <laughs> I was just wondering if y'all still, you know, three fifths of man or not. I was just wondering. Oh, <laughs> man. That's cold blooded right there, man. I just wanted to check before we had to go no. out there. You know, I had to no, sure. sir. No, sir. No, you get on with that. You get on with that. You have never lived life until you were driven out 82. Oh, scary. Night, bruh. Scary. 
Well, scared. We'll, we'll make it out there. We'll so we make sure we hanging around you when it's nighttime. We do. <laughs> hey, TC, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You can pay. Oh, see, all right, see, all right, see. This is why culture. All right, yeah, I call him out. It's all a conspiracy. I was in Florida. You, one time. I was you, like, you, you, you was part of the. You was Pleasant versus no, Ferguson, man. You I all right? Uh, what we were wrapping up? Oh, what? Yeah, we're wrapping up. Okay, you see, somebody's playing. You know, it's time to go. It's time to go. Okay. Hey, man, I, pre- I appreciate you guys, man. Great, uh, great show, man. I'm definitely going to be tuned in on a regular basis now, man. Much love to you. Hey, catch us on the flip side. This is For the Culture. We're here with Coach Kevin Larry of Jackson State. Anything you want to say? Peace, and I'll see you on the other side, man. Yes, sir, and we out. Got a love last week um, with uh, with the with the video that we posted um, about um, the protest. People love the, of course, the message there. They also love the red stripe. <laughs> red stripe beer, hooray beer! <laughs> but, uh, they're official sponsors of the show. I don't know if y'all knew that. Red stripe and actually, ooh, for the culture, red stripe kit. Oh, mm-hmm. like the oh, you know, like the river plate joints. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Red stripe going diagonal, right? We don't, don't want to do hoops or no or red stripe because it goes diagonally mm. or stripes like red stripe man. That That's a different supporters group. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying, red stripe, get at us. We got a collabo effort. Come on. But uh, yes, we, we hope y'all y'all enjoyed the uh, interview with uh, with Kim Crab. Like I said, she's good people. Like she's right down the road from my hometown, down in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm actually from Kenston, like not too far down. Nobody cares where you from, man, Bruh. <laughs> but you, like I said, I, I told her she gonna claim my state. Nah, she, you heard her. She was like, eh, even though I've been here twenty plus years, nah, I ain't claim this. Like, <laughs> Can we get Pity Pablo on this? She goes deep down. She is waving her her shirt around, over her head like a helicopter. Thank She's you. doing that. Thank you. She ain't doing that. That's all she ain't I doing that. Here. She is DMV. But um, but yeah, man. Let's uh, let's let's wrap this up. Build a uh, two up, two down. What you, what you uh, what you got, Coach? Oh, we already know what's going on two down. I mean, Lane, not aggressive. Uh, their their moves. It's just it's. I'm literally asking, like, what is the master plan? I'm I'm not gonna lie, like, this was the one I was like, okay, we uh, hope there's a plan here, right? (laughs) So we're selling the whole team, and we're getting some okay players, okay, but nothing to write home about. Um, So, hey. Trust the process, right? At this point, that's, that's really what, you, what you're doing. <laughs> Trust the process. Um, I said it on the other part uh, last week or the week before that this team is going to be, if Frank is still here in two years, it's going to be very European looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know that. We know and, that. Uh, but for me, this also leaves absolutely no excuse for Frank. If he's, if like, at the rate we're losing crucial key players to the team. Yeah. Because, like... No excuse for him. What, what I've said on, on the socials, like, especially specifically for Gressel and 
LGP Gonzalez Perez because like he actually just made his uh, debut maybe with uh, Tijuana last last week, um, and he those guys are glue guys, the guys that you know kind of help you know bridge the gaps, you know, kind of help build the culture uh, within your team because like. I, I'm pretty sure that Gressel has like had like more appearances than anyone. Um, yeah, I think so. And in yeah. and, and the, and the team, yeah, they got more assists. I guarantee that yeah. one. And well, did he get rid of that? those type of guys? You you don't get just readily replaced. And so I'm hoping that you know they figure things out to where we got to get Pedro from Chelsea. <laughs> All right, Tony. What's the other down? My other down is um, I finished the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Season on Netflix. I was very disappointed by it. Uh, a lot of people told me to watch it and everything like that. The way the last episode ended, I'm not going to you know, spoil it for anybody, but it's very disappointing how it ended. So I'm like, ugh. It happens. A lot of people felt that way when they got to the, uh, the very, very last episode of Dexter. Uh, I never did complete that. I only got like three and a half in. Um, so Yeah, if you, if you continue to watch it to the very last episode, it's uh, a very non- I guess very Game of Thrones ending. Oh, it's just, right. yeah, just yeah. takes it to the top of the mountain. Like, damn, they shit up here. So I guess my ups, though, I'm still right on what, who I think killed Ghost. <laughs> I haven't watched this week yet. This is great. I'm still, <laughs> my great. theory is still, there's still a percentage a high percentage of who I think killed ghosts. I love this because, like, I don't watch this show, but, like, you've got me intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's my up, is that I think I know who shot ghosts. Um, and then my other up is that, you know, the the the, um, the coach convention. It was a beautiful moment, uh, especially at both the black coaches' uh, socials that we had there. It was, I mean, not to be kumbaya, but it was beautiful to see, you know, Dozens and dozens and dozens of black coaches and managers and admin and people connected to the game, former players, in one room, one setting, all here to celebrate each other and to be happy and merry and be absolutely like proud of the things that we've done and accomplished as a people within the game of soccer that we all love. But then also knowing that we are committed to fighting for you know, stop the racism in soccer, stop the prejudices within, you know, coach selections, trying to figure out strategic plans of, like, how can we implement, you know, HBCUs as a part of growing this game even more. So to hear these discussions, that was great to be a part of that discussion, that it's not only talk right now. I feel like there's going to be actual traction. So I was, uh, that's definitely my up for what I'm seeing. Take it what you got. Uh, start with an up. Um, it was um, today's the twenty first of January, uh, Tuesday. So uh, yesterday was the federally celebrated day for Martin Luther King. Um, I don't really like sharing this, but Martin Luther King, uh, his birthday is on the fifteenth, and my birthday is on the sixteenth. So I was just like, and you ain't, and you ain't even invite us out for no for no strippers. No, I, I, I don't do the strippers thing, man. It's just like one of my least favorite peaches, things, man. honestly. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that. That's the name of the strip club in Valdosta, Georgia, that I grew up next to. <laughs> Peaches. So there's a little Peaches bit of antiquated history on, on me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely one of my ups. Uh, happy MLK Day. I hope you guys got to did, did, um, celebrate did, did in, like, a woman's march. 
Yep. Nah, nah. <laughs> Got a day off. Nah. I, I, I had the day off. Um, I, I'm happy. Trying. I work for a company that respects that. So. Don't you get messy right I, now. I appreciate that. Don't you get messy shout right out to, Shout out to my company. <laughs> Don't you get um, messy now. Why? Uh, why? <laughs> Greg is getting messy. Oh, like God. lasagna. Or maybe spaghetti. <laughs> Oh, that, that sure everybody, everybody celebrates. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and honestly, if you didn't have the day, day off. Of, I wish you did. So, yeah, <laughs> sorry if you didn't. But it was it was it was a shared day. You know, they had like women's marches and things like that going on. So, it was a, it was a lot. Did you and, see the uh, militia out? That's that's my city. And like, like I said, that's that's the cosplay militia and everything. Like that. That's your, that's your people. cosplay militia. Cosplay militia. You got all these, all these nuts who think that they should have guns absolutely everywhere. I'm not going to make it overly political. Cosplay like, just, militia. So this isn't like. No, it's a real thing. Yeah. An, an, it's anime, a real thing. Yeah. Anime week or whatever? Um, yeah. No, that's a real thing. Basically. Dragon Con or <laughs> they, don't, they don't like mesh. Is there like a, nah, a showdown? Nah, nah. Someone dressed up no, as no, like no, uh, no uh, street dancing like a. Like well, I want to know. Is there like a militia version of like Donkey Kong, and then like somebody's dressed up as like <laughs> fucking Wario with like militia out or unmilitia out, and then like Waluigi. What if there's a Wario who's unmilitia, and then there's a, a, a Bowser who's you know militia? Oh and god! What if they meet at DragCon? Let's just say Momokai. Yeah, Momo, I'm just I want to experiment with the options. <laughs> I'll let you do the reporting on that one. Okay, I don't have to. I'll, I'll tell you where I do my, my people watching, and I'll, I'll probably say this. I go to Pride, and mm-hmm. I do. It's some of the best people watching that you can on this I planet. Can. I swear to God. Ha- having, having did Dragon Con uh, last year, uh, I did like Saturday night. Like, yeah, people watching this, the incredible, mm-hmm. top notch. At a premium. Yeah. yeah. Come, come to Atlanta, Georgia for only this, and then go back home. We don't want you here. <laughs> like not to, not capacity to light is on. Yeah, the capacity light is definitely we're full. It's like trying to get into one of those stands. Can't fit six people on that bit. But uh, anyway, what you got? down. Um, whew, Chelsea, sorry, uh, y'all sucked it up. Newcastle late loser, one uh, 0 over the weekend, and then today against Arsenal against ten men for seventy minutes. I don't know how we managed to. A lot of games in a short week. Uh, maybe that's what. Sure, sure, sure. That's sure. No, yeah, no. no. Okay. I, 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 I'm ruthless with with my my with my expectations, and uh, you'll, you'll come to learn that more if you you're if you are in the isolation reservation uh, this season as well. One thirty five. Yeah, absolutely. Well, section one thirty five. I am Just, ruthless. Can I get that? Can I get that jersey? I, done. <laughs> done. Culture over everything. So. Did you get both ears? Uh, did you get your chain? Did you get downs? No, that, that, no, that, that, no, that's my no, no, down. Yeah, that should be a down. <laughs> that's just this damn chain. <laughs> <laughs> along along with the roster changes, damn it, Atlanta United is changing everything up, man. They're sending us fucking chains in the mail. I didn't ask like for I said, a gold chain. I want a match day card. With a little QR code that gets me in. With a little refrigerator to open up with a yeah. key. <laughs> yeah. Send another spike out that opens up bottles. I, I got, still got mine. I got one. Yo. 2017. Like, like Put 2020 This is probably the best gift that they probably That was done. the best gift. Like, yeah, because this comes through clutch and with, with every episode that we do. You know, yeah. or, 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 or if you're going to send out battery chargers, what? make sure you allow them in the stadium. Don't make that, you know, unclear. But, you know, whenever I'm thirsty, you know what I like to do? I get my Atlanta United 
opener, and I hope they're not sponsoring us right I now. I open up. Wait, I open up my red stripe bottle because mm, it's delicious. All twelve full ounces of red stripe yeah, beer, straight, yeah, from straight from Jamaica. Straight from Jamaica. Shameless. I'm sorry. You know we we bring it in on the boat. <laughs> we, we, no, we never fly the beer and we bring it in on the boat. So, uh, Cold breeze. I have just one main down. You know, as, as a Raider fan, the Super Bowl is basically like the worst matchup that mm-hmm. you could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. The Diners and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're at- But you got to go for one. So, who do you go for, Grego? I'm rooting for the Meteor, damn it. Oh, <laughs> the Meteor. Jeez, man. Yeah, man. I know a girl I, mean, I went to high school with who I think she's dating a guy. I think that's baby daddy now. On <laughs> 49ers. <laughs> we still Instagram but, um, friends. I, I, Go 49ers. I, I am I mean well, I'll, I'll have a prediction next week, but uh but yeah, that that's just hard to take right nah, now. Nah, dude, my homeboy. That's what, what I'm going for. Super Bowl? February second. Uh, yeah, next, next Sunday after next. So two, two Sundays. Yeah, be yeah, bold. Yeah. Are, be are bold, Greg. Are we going to watch the game? Uh, if, if we talk about that, it's the only thing I'm willing to do. Are they doing a, a chicken the, sandwich? That, chicken that's sandwich. enough. Yeah, with the they, chicken they, sandwich. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying to try to put their foot in the game. So we're gonna see what's up with that. Y'all want to so. come up to Kyle Parkway? I'm down. <laughs> so uh, my homeboy. That's what I'm going for. Chiefs. Okay. Yep, okay. Holmes. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I figured this out somehow. I'm, I'm a rectify this within my, within my, mm. within my it. being. Black quarterback, black quarterback. <laughs> but is that, um, is that the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we but, get to um, winning it too? <laughs> <laughs> I know it was, it was an aspirational thing. We wanted that to happen. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, circling back to your original, okay, that's really, you know, shout out to you, coach, to you know. Making it up there. Shout out to Brothers um, on Flamingos. I know they won an award uh, with the ISC, the Supporters Council up there. You know, just being able to see all, all of y'all fellowshipping and being able to, like, you could definitely see that the platform is building. And, you know, I, I, I'm glad that we're, you know, we're, we're filling in our, our, Rolling that you know, trying to give everybody a, a platform. You know, like you'll you'll see like the next couple of weeks, especially going into February, we're going to have a lot of a lot of black voices in, in the game. You know, given given their perspectives and everything. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm glad that you were able to make it up there, rep- representing us, representing uh, soccer in the streets. And you know, like I said, that that networking is something that I'm really looking forward to. But um, but uh, but yeah. You know, as always, make sure you catch on, on every week on here. Give us a five-star review, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Podbean, whatever one that you have. We're, we're trying to work. I, I didn't know Pandora does podcasts, so, like, we're yeah. trying to work, work work that out, too. Pandora's so. still around? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but yes, but it, all the major podcast apps, make sure you um, give us a five star review. Leave us a comment. Like I said, if you leave us a comment, we will make sure that we give y'all a shout out on, on the uh, on the uh, on the pod on the pod. We are working out a Patreon system um, for the show as well. Like we're, we're going to start developing uh, some, some new merch for you guys, so that way specific exclusive. Yes. All the eight-letter words. Stay tuned. We're, we're, Do you say Pacific? That's an ocean. Specific. Specific. That's an ocean. Man. I know. Specific. I know my S's. <laughs> but um, but yes, uh, yeah. Stay tuned for that. 
And um, yeah, shout out to Alexis. Yeah, get down here. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Make sure y'all catch on the socials. Uh, the new episodes come out every week. Use usually on Wednesdays. We try to. We try our best to get there on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we're really get working on that. That's part of our goals this year for 2020 is to have some consistent drops. And if we uh, we double dip, we might have some. There's definitely going to be some times this year where we're going to double dip and give you guys uh, twice the content. And yeah. uh, so, like as Grego just mentioned, uh, with the Patreon uh, um, that we're setting up, we're going to have some exclusive content. So members of our Patreon will be uh, will be receiving um, exclusive like sticker packs, um, merchandise, things along that lines. Uh, they'll be privy to things that we're going to debut before we debut them. Um, we'll have special pods um, with uh, or special guest pods that we're going to release on YouTube. Um, and within our, even, uh, probably like our discord server, we'll get that going up and everything. So we have a lot of great stuff planned for you guys. This uh, upcoming 2020 year. Uh, make sure you write down 2020. You don't want to get jacked. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. Um, I don't know if, uh, it might but, be it. We're going to wrap yes. it up. We had a great interview with Kim. So, um, yeah, feeling good, feeling great. But yes, make sure you catch on the socials there. Uh, on FTC, UTD, catch on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we haven't figured out TikTok yet. We're still, awesome. we're, we're still not doing Snapchat. You can awesome. follow us on TikTok, I think, right? You can, but I don't know. Or add us. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do we have like, like, like videos or something? I don't know how that yeah, works, no, man. But yeah, we'll, we'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work for you guys. Uh, make sure you catch um, uh, the gear on ftcutd.myshopify.com. We've been talking about, a lot about the name sets for, for a hot minute. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to... The Black Fires uh, names like we're actually going to be talking to Devin in a couple of weeks as well. So looking forward to see, uh, seeing uh, seeing that one. Uh, we I know we dropped that on y'all a couple couple months back. But uh, what, what else, what else? shout out, we still got a sweepstakes going on. Uh, we're going to cut the sweepstakes off at the end of January. So you have until the end of January to send us a picture with goal three. <laughs> we want to see it, folks, listeners. If you have an episode or uh, the DVD of goal three. Send it in to us. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. uh, hashtag us. Uh, <laughs> tag us on, on, on whatever social platform. <laughs> Send us that picture of Goal 3 and Ringo's buying you whatever you want out of the Shopify. So where can they find our, our, our merch at, uh, Uh Get your name sets, hats. Guys, go browse around and then do uh, the DVD collection. Or maybe you stop by Google and you might find it over there, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we're working on, on, on some new merch uh, with Fallen Arrows. So, yeah, yeah, definitely make sure you can check it out. Um, yeah, that's, that's really all I got. Like I said, thank you for the, to Kim Crab for coming on, on, the, on the show. Like I said, we're going to have a lot, a lot of uh, more voices uh, coming on the next couple weeks, uh, going into February and everything. Uh, like I said, next week we got Mickey Turner from Sundered Heart. And, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for thanks for y'all for, uh, for coming on. Uh, for you, know, you got anything, Coach? And we out this piece, baby. Mm. Coach. TK. Coach. <laughs> well done, Gregor. Well done. Gregor. Coach is real. The coach is everywhere. We'll see y'all next week. And we out. Deuces.